Hello and welcome to another new episode of the Flat Belly Cure. I'm Mark Gray. And I am Stephen. So we're going to continue on our conversations. As we've said before, the podcast is all about how to attain a flat belly or at least how to lose fat from around your stomach, around your hips. So we are aiming with every subject we talk about to help you with that in some way, shape or form. So today we're going to be talking about Stephen. This is always the way it works. Uh, well, I thought we could talk about how to do a thousand sit-ups to get a flat stomach. Ah, yes. Um, and that is the best way, is it not, to get a flat stomach? I would do a million sit-ups. Well, yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. What is the magic number? Or is it in fact untrue that doing sit-ups is the way to get a flat stomach? Question or statement? Uh, That was a question for you. Uh, Yes. You're not going to be able to do... It depends. Each individual. So if your body fat is uh, low enough and you do sit-ups, your stomach will become more defined and therefore flatter. However, if your stomach has a layer of fat like... um, most of us uh, people have, then you're not going to be able to do a thousand sit-ups and effectively have a flat. So anyway, stomach. a thousand sit-ups. The way we were saying that is just because that was kind of an extreme number to make the point that basically the kind of old thing used to be that the more sit-ups that you do, the more body fat you'll lose around your stomach. And basically, what Mark's trying to say there, in a kind of confused manner, was that um, doing sit-ups does not burn fat in that area. So Essentially, you can do all the sit-ups you want, um, but that's not the most. Of, that's not the effective way to lose body fat. So, and B, you can't you can't choose from doing the exercise that you'll lose body fat from your stomach. So, for example, you could do, I don't know, if you did a million sit-ups, it's probably a lot of activity. You could burn enough calories and um, to then lose body fat, but it doesn't mean you can lose body fat from your stomach. But what can happen, and I think this is what people get confused with, is you have muscles in your stomach the same as you have muscles in your legs and your arms, your biceps. Quite a lot of muscle in your yeah, stomach. Yeah, a lot of muscle in your stomach. And you have deep um, muscles and you have some more surface type muscles. And if you, a lot of people have weak abdominals, like they don't have strong abs. So if you spend some time strengthening those muscles, you're going to feel tighter in that area from the fact that you have more muscle essentially in that area. So that can also make the, or give you the appearance or feel that you have a flatter stomach. Um, you'll be able to contract those muscles better, which will probably flatten your stomach. Um, but the kind of old thing, thinking that you could choose to lose body fat by doing exercise from that area is not strictly true. Now, nutritionally, you can decide, you can um, think about what you're eating, which can have an impact on losing body fat from around your stomach. But doing a million sit-ups won't, strictly speaking, burn body or get rid of body fat from From your stomach yeah and that's a fair point to make and it's obviously a truth Uh, and a lot of people have spent years 10 20 years doing abs wanting to get abs it's often said that um to get abs you need to go and uh, focus on the kitchen partly partly true partly not true but what they're trying to say with that is that you can do a a thousand sit-ups but if you're nutrition, food, um, other things are wrong, then you're always going to have fat on your stomach and therefore it will not be a six pack if that's where you're a guy trying to get that or a flat stomach um, if you're a lady because you cannot, like Stephen says, burn fat from the stomach by doing stomach crunches. Otherwise, you'd be doing that all day with all other body parts as well, wouldn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so what then um, does that mean for the way we train? Well, firstly, you want to be thinking about what you're trying to achieve with the training in the first place 
uh, and need to have a little bit of knowledge of, of what is achieved. So if you get rid of the fact or get rid of the thought that you can do a thousand sit-ups and get a flat stomach, what you should be doing, Stephen? Well, the thing with it, and actually just I just had a thought then, is another important thing to think about when you're thinking about a flatter stomach, and I see this quite a lot, is to make sure that you have put some emphasis on those deep core stabilizing muscles there's you know there's like I said earlier there's some surface muscles and then there's some more deep muscles and I think what happens you see this a lot with uh, women who've had children and not had the opportunity to kind of essentially train those muscles after childbirth is that that can um, end with a feeling of a slightly um, distended distended well, <clears throat> distended is probably an extreme word but the feeling that their stomach is not as tight and flat as it should be or could be because they haven't spent some effort and time, because um, obviously after you've had a child, it's not the first thing on your mind and you've got a lot going on. So um, often that can be missed, um, doing those core stabilizing muscles. And actually it becomes true of men, if you're sat at a desk all day for a long period of time, what happens is those muscles become weak and they don't end up doing their job, which is to stabilize your core. You know, most people know what they, we mean by core, but essentially your lower abdomen all the way around your lower back, uh, essentially the middle part of your body, which really acts as that um, stability. Girdle. Yeah, the, the stability for both your upper body and your lower body. And so the connection really is. Yeah, and it, the stronger that is, the more um, active or working that is, the less um, likely you're going to injure your back, the, the stronger you are overall. Uh, and spending some time on those muscles can have a big impact on how your stomach a feels, your ability to contract it and fit to, for it to feel flat, also how it looks. How it looks because you're holding in a better position. It's yeah. like it's the same with shoulders. It's the same with other body parts, and stomach's no no different. And uh, to train those muscles, you're probably for most of us not going to be get, getting this um, muscle recruitment that you're trying to get by just doing abdominal crunches. crunches. No, you need to do, actually do some essentially easier style exercises, in that when I say easier, I mean they don't burn quite the same. So there's something called a bird dog, uh, which is basically where you're kneeling on all fours and you're lifting your right arm, for example, and push up in, up forward, and then you're pushing your left leg back. And so you're having to stabilize. And it's not an intense, you're not really gonna, you're not, you're not going not out, gonna of be out of breath. Yeah. Um, but the idea behind it is you're trying to stabilize and be very, very solid in that movement. And those types of exercises, a lot of the times people have missed out that that kind of it doesn't take long to get them stronger so you don't have to spend out you know years and years on them um, but just actually essentially training your body to be able to activate those muscles is important um, and actually part of our what we have the DVC part of the primal 10 which is the first part of our um, training session revolves around making sure that those muscles are firing and so for people that haven't trained them it's a bit of strengthening work but what happens once they're strong enough and they're working is it becomes essentially maintenance work, but also priming work. So it's turning those muscles on because the problem with things is whilst you're, it's, it's not the, the problems with the working out and what you're doing during your training style sessions, or if you're in the gym or whatever, it's the fact that for the other 23 hours of the day, those muscles <clears throat> by what we do what we do in our life tend to go to sleep and get weaker. So they're, they're not being trained. Whereas back in the day when we were hunter-gatherers running around, those muscles would have been used all the time. And the, you know, the old adage of you lose it or you use it, no, use it or lose it, sorry, uh, is very true. So it's, it just means that they go to sleep. When you're sat at the desk... It's kind of like, I, I use this a lot, but it's like a death by a thousand cuts. I use it all the time because you're sitting down, people... 
are sitting down for 20 years of their life. Like how many hours do you sit down at a desk? Sometimes it's six, eight hours. Oh, it's, uh, yeah. Times that by 48 weeks of the year, times by 10, 20 years. It's a ridiculous amount of time. You have to spend, I think we might have said this in another podcast, an equal, if not more, amount of time correcting that because it's super important because you're going to be not using those muscles for that period of time. That's right. 100% right. So when we're talking about exercises to do, we're just basically saying that if you're thinking that you're going to get a flat six pack by doing a thousand um, sit-ups, unfortunately that's not the case. So you're saving, we're saying we're saving you time by not doing that. However, be aware of how um, strong your abdominal muscles are. It can, the same as any other muscle you have in your body. If it's weak there, that's going to cause you issues. So you want to be strengthening those muscles as well. But don't expect them to suddenly uh, get rid of, you know, inches and inches of body fat. So some tips for exercises you could spend your time on. So like I said, start with some deep core stabilizing exercises. So that's ones that, like I said about the bird dog, but you also want to do ones that are involved in rotation of your trunk. Um, and there's, I mean, there's quite a few different types of core, core stabilizing type muscles, but you want to be able to do ones, like I said, that rotate your waist. You also want to be able to do ones that stop you from rotating your waist okay, as well. So like, for example, a front plank, which most people know, you can Google front plank. Um, that doesn't involve any, any actual movement. That just involves holding the position. Whereas a bird dog style exercise revolves around keeping a position whilst your other limbs are moving. So with the core and training the core, you're essentially trying to train the core to allow you to move your body, but you're also trying to train your core to be able to stay strong whilst the rest of your body moves, if that makes sense. Yeah, for everyday life, basically. Yeah, so we obviously <clears throat> we use our body in many different ways. And so it is essentially the trunk of the body that holds everything solid that allows the upper body to really work well with the lower body as well. All right. Anything more to add? No, I think that's, that's, that's good. So hopefully we've given you a few thoughts, a few things to think about. Uh, if you have any questions, do leave them on the podcast, leave them on the blog. Otherwise, if you want to learn more about the DVCC, you can simply go to the dvcc.com where there's plenty of information on there. You can download a pricing guide if you wish. Um, otherwise we'll, See you next time on the Flat Belly Cure. Thanks and bye-bye. Bye-bye.